Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shalom daf test. We are starting seven lines from the top, the third to last word on the line. Today's daf is sponsored by Chos Bat Sheva Bas Bracha. Hashem should grant her an incredible amount of siyat deshmaya in everything she does. Now, in yesterday's Gemara, we learned that one is chay for Hatzah on Shabbos if he carries out a revius of wine. And we continue with this. Tani Yavish Kezayis Div Reb Nassan. Reb Nassan says that if a person carries out an amount of congealed wine of a Kezayis, he's going to be chayv. And Rabban De Kesari, Reb Yaisi Bar Bivi B'Shem Shmuel, they say, Ask Reb Nassan Reb Shimon. Reb Nassan is just like Reb Shimon. Come on, Reb Shimon. Omar, just like Reb Shimon says, Berevias, that a person's chai for carrying out a revius of wine, Kain Omar of Nosson Berevias. So too, Reb Nosson says, a person's chai for carrying out a revius of wine, Lech Shayikra, Shriya by Kazayas, when it congeals and becomes a Kazayas, so he's chai for carrying that out. And Reb Simon of Shem Rishu ben Levi tells us something else about Shirim. Maizah Repetus Rebbe Shemesa, there's a story with the mule of Rebbe that died. Petiria is Dama, and they said that its blood is Tahar Mishum Nevela, it's not Tame because of Nevela. Now we know that an animal that dies without being Shechlet is called a Nevela, and a Kazayas of its flesh is Matame. Parts of the animal not considered flesh, such as bones and sinews aren't matame. But what about blood? Is that considered like the basar or not? And he said over here that it's not matame. However, what does that mean it's not matame? Maybe that means it's not matame if it doesn't have the proper shear. But if it has the proper shear, so it's matame. And therefore, Vishal Reb Lezer's Reb Simon, he asked Reb Simon, Ad Kama, how much blood did Rabbi Shul ben Levi mean to say that it's not matame at all? Or did he mean to say that there's some sort of limit of blood, but if you have more than that, then it is matame? Reb Simon didn't pay attention to him. Vishal Reb Shul ben Levi. So therefore, Reb Lezer asked Reb Shul ben Levi directly, Rabbi Shua ben Levi told him, Ad is tar, up until Revius of blood is tar, but Yerus and Revius tame, more than Revius of blood is going to be matame. And Ubash Labrelezer, he was upset. Al-Dolai Chazra later Rabbi Simon Shmusa, that Rabbi Simon didn't respond because Rabbi Simon said this in the name of Rabbi Shua ben Levi, so he for sure knew the answer. Why didn't he respond to him? And Rabbi Havayasif, he was sitting, Masni Hoden Ovdan, he was saying over the story of the mule of Beis Rebbe, and he said that the blood is not matame. And Amalai Rabbi Yitzchak Barkahan, Rabbi Yitzchak Barkahan asked him, Ad Revius tahar, Yerus Mikan tame, do you mean to say that up until Revius of blood is tahar? But more than that is Matame or not. And Ubatbe, he pushed them off, he didn't answer him. Amalia Rabzrika, he asked Rav Bibi, begin to shaw lach at Batbe, just because he asked you a question, you're just gonna push him off like that. Amalia said, No, begin to loy havas daiti be bitnabe. Since I was preoccupied with something, that's why I pushed them off. And what was I preoccupied with? The Amrab Khan, he says as follows: The Tachacha tells us that your life is gonna be hanging in balance. Who's this referring to? This is a person who buys his wheat for the entire year. He doesn't have his own field. So he's in somewhat of doubt about his parnas, about his livelihood, what's going to be. But he has the ability to buy wheat for the entire year. He just doesn't know what's going to be next year. But continues, you're going to be fearful day and night. This is talking about someone who buys from a merchant. He doesn't have the funds to buy everything he needs for the entire year. He buys it from a merchant every once in a while, and he's more fearful. He doesn't know. Maybe the price of wheat is going to go up. Maybe he's not going to have money. And the pasuk continues, you're unsure of your life. This is a person who's living constantly in fear and uncertainty. This is a person who buys from a baker. He doesn't have enough money to buy any sort of store of anything, and he has to buy bread from the baker every single day. The Ana and I, Ravibi says, I rely on the baker, and therefore I just wasn't paying attention. I was preoccupied, and that's why I pushed him off. So the Gemara asks, So what is the halacha in regards to blood of a nevela? He gave edos, that it's tar, it is not metame at all. The Gemara says, that's not a raya. What does that mean, that it's tahar? It means tar melahachshir, it's tar, it's not able to be machsh or something. It can't make something susceptible to mekabotoma. Avoltamis metame. It could be metame something. We know that in order for something to be mekabotoma, it has to have hechsher, be made susceptible to mekabotoma. This is accomplished by it being wetted by one of the seven halachic liquids, wine, blood, oil, milk, dew, honey, or water. A nice Rashi Tevis for this is yad shachat dam, yain dam shemen chalav 
tal, devash, and mayim. So we're just saying that it is able to be metame. It's just not able to be machshir something. The Gemara says that can't be because tamantaninon. Over there we learned in the Mishnah, dama sharetz kibsari. The blood of a sharetz is just like its flesh. Metame ve'inim machshir. It's metame something and it's not machshir. And ve'ain lanu kiyetzibai. We don't have anything like this. And we just tried to suggest that blood of a nevela is like this, but it can't be because this Mishnah says that there's nothing like the dama of a sharetz. It must be that the blood of a nevela is not metame at all. So the Gemara says no. That's not a problem. Vishir tum asai shadame metame kibsari. What does it mean that there's nothing like the dama of a sharetz? It means the shear of its toma is unique because the shear of its toma is that it's metame just like the flesh is. Meaning when this Mishnah said that there's nothing like the blood of a sharetz, it means that the blood is metame with the same shear the flesh is. A sharetz is metame ke'adasha, the size of a lentil, as is its blood, as opposed to nevela, which is metame with a kazayas, whereas its blood is metame with a revias. But the blood of a nevela still is metame. And we still don't have a clear halacha about this. And Amar B'yasi, Pliba, Trin Amarayin, we have machlaikas between two Amarim about this. Chadamar Tame, one says the blood of a nevela is metame if we have a revias. One of them says it's not metame at all. Mandamar tame krebi huda heals like krebi huda. Mandamar tar krebi shubim psera heals like krebi shubim psera. And Amar Leir of Duma the Minachusa he told Rabbi Yosef Yos it's correct that Rabbi Yehuda says that a revius of blood is metame. Rabbi Yehuda Miryana the Benasiyahava he was the paisik of the Nasi's house and we had learned previously that when a mule of Rabbi's household died they said that its blood is tar but that's only because there was less than a revius. But if there's more than a revius it's going to be tame. Now we had said in the Mishnah Shema Yanav Yimru that the person who does the trim salishka is not allowed to go in with a hemmed garment shoes or sandals some sort of footwear to fill in or an amulet because if he becomes poor or rich, people are going to say that happened because he stole money. Now, we don't suspect that he stole money. It's just that he has to do his best to ensure that no one suspects him of doing so. And we have a similar bride. So, Tani Rabbi Yishmael, he taught Kavutz La Yisraim, a long-haired person is not to do the Trumas Halishka Chashad because this could raise suspicion that he hid some coins in his hair. And Tani, we have a bride. The treasurers would separate his garments to ensure that he doesn't hide money over there. And Tani, they would speak with him from the moment he walked into the Lishka until the moment he left to ensure that he didn't put money in his mouth. The Gemara asks, why don't they just fill his mouth with water? Then he can't put money in it. The Gemara answers, because of the bracha. He has to make a bracha right before he's tiring the Lishka and he's not able to do so if he has water in his mouth. And Rabbi Shmuel Bar-Nachim B'Shem Rabbi Yenisani says, we have a source, a person has to satisfy the scrutiny, he has to avoid suspicion from people the same way he does so in front of Hashem. But Where's the source in the Torah? The Chesav says in Pasuk, Vizim Nikim, Me'ashem um Yisrael. You should be innocent from Hashem and from Yisrael. Benavim Minayin, what's the source in the Nevi'im? The Chesav says in the Pasuk, Now the Shvatim that lived Me'evar Yardain set up a huge Mizbech for the purpose of Zikarin, that even though they lived on the other side of the Jordan, they're still part of Kla Yisrael. Now the other Shvatim thought that it was for Avai Dazara and almost attacked them, but then they explained themselves with this Pasuk. Kela Lekim Hashem, Yisrael Hu Yada. He knows, referring to Hashem, and Yisrael shall also know. And B'Ksuvim Minayin, what about in Ksuvim? The Chesav says in the Pasuk, and you shall find favor and good understanding in the eyes of Hashem and people. So Gamliel Zuga Shal Rabbi Yisi Bar he asked him, which one is the clearest of all these psukim? Which one of these psukim do we learn this halacha, this concept from best? Amrlei told him, from that pasuk. Now this mission continues talking about the process of being termed the lishka, and we started with an interesting anecdote. Shal based on the people in Ram Gamliel's house, he would go in and he's holding his shekel in his hand, he would throw it in front of the one withdrawing the money, and the term would focus. He would have intent on that shekel, and he would push it into the box. He would ensure that that shekel that was just thrown in actually made it into the box and didn't get left by the wayside. The mission continues with the process, this person that was doing the withdrawal, he didn't do so, until he told the gizbarim, should I do the withdrawal?
withdrawal, Vahim Aimrimloy, and they told him to rhyme, to rhyme, to rhyme, Shalash Pa'amim. They said it three times. Tarmas Rishona, he did his first truma, Vahiba Bekatabliyaz, and he covered over the remaining Shkalim with leather covers. The reason why he did so is because these remaining Shkalim, they're called Shirayim, they're not allowed to be used for Trumas Halishka anymore, and new Shkalim that were making their way from further places outside Eretz Yisrael had to be placed on top of these leather covers in order to differentiate between these old ones and the new ones. Hashnia, he did a second Trumas Halishka, and he covered it with leather covers. Hashlishis, once he did the third Shumas Halishka, he wouldn't cover them because there was no more money coming from other places. Why would he cover it over? Perhaps he was going to forget and take from money that already had the Truma taken off and you're not allowed to take from that money anymore. Tarmas Harishayna, when he did the first Truma, it was L'Shem Eretz Yisrael. It was within mind for the people of Eretz Yisrael. That's because their Shkalim probably made it here first because they lived within somewhat of a proximity to the Beis HaMekdash. Vashniya, when he did the second Shumas Halishka, that was L'Shem Krachim Kafim La, he had in mind the people of the surrounding areas outside Eretz Yisrael because it took a little bit longer for their Shkalim to make their way in. And Vashlishis, when he did the third Shumas Halishka, L'Shem Bavel, he had in mind all the people in Bavel, L'Shem Madai, he had in mind all the people in Madai, L'Shem he had in mind all the people from the very far away places because their shkalim came in last. And now the Gemara addresses this practice of the people of Beis Ram Gamaliel, Shabbos Ram Gamaliel, they ensured that their shekel made its way into the box. The Gemara asks, If a person had two piles, they had to have truma taken off of them. And he took off truma from one of them for the other. Let's say he had two piles of grain, each one of them had to have one bushel of grain taken off. And he took two bushels of grain from one, and he had in mind the other one. You're going to say he hasn't potted the other pile? Of course he has. So why is it the people of Beisar Megamliel were so makbid to ensure that their shekel made its way into the box? Even if it didn't, whatever shekels were in the box represented all the shekels that weren't. So what does it make a difference? The Gemara answers, Hanachas It was a special satisfaction that they had, that the carbon was brought from theirs first and that theirs made its way into the box. It didn't have to be there, but they liked it. It was something special to them. And now we have a number of Bryce's about the Trumas Halishka. Tani, the Bryce says, Shamatis Akatabalis, let's say these leather covers were accidentally removed, and now the new shkalim were mixed with the old shkalim, nasukul and shiraim, all of them are considered shiraim, and none of them are allowed to be used. Tani, shlisha si haisa shira shabakulin, the third shumas halishka, that was the richest of them all. Shahayuba, isteria shel zahov, vidarkanish shel zahov, it had all these golden coins in them. Now we had said that the residents of the lands afar could exchange the half shekels for coins of larger denominations to make it easier to transport. That means the donations that came later invariably had a higher percentage of gold coins. And another brysa, Tani, when the first Shumas Halishka was taken, it was with in mind for the people of Eretz Yisrael and for all of Kal Yisrael. Shnia, the second one, L'Shem Krachim Kafim, it was with in mind for the people of the surrounding areas outside Eretz Yisrael and L'Shem Kal Yisrael for everyone in Kal Yisrael. And Vashlishas, the third one, was L'Shem Bavel Umadai, or L'Shem Medinus Harachaykas, for all these very far places, Bavel Madai, and all the really distant lands, L'Shem Kal Yisrael, and with everyone else in mind. And now we have another Bryce that's talking about removing money from the boxes that are marked Aleph Bay's Gimel. After the Trumas Halishka was taken, we have these three boxes, Aleph, Bez, and Gimel, and we used money from those boxes for purchase of Karbanas. Tani, not the The person who was purchasing Karbanas, he took money from his first box. Even though there's still money left over in the first box, not he has to take money from the second box if he needs more money for the Karbanas. The reason being is because we had to ensure that money was taken from all three boxes before the new Trumas Halishka was taken. And if he waited till the first box was depleted until he took from the second and so on, it's very possible possible that the last box or even the second box wouldn't have money taken from it. So therefore, he had to take from each box first and then he could start depleting all the boxes. Once he took from the second box, even though there's still money left in the second box, he has to take from the third box. Let's say he depleted the third box, there's no 
no more money left. Then he goes back to the second box. Once he finished all the money in the second box, he goes back to the first box. Let's say there's no more money in all the boxes and they need more money to purchase carbonas. There's a lot of carbonas being purchased or the price of animals jumped so drastically they didn't have any money left. So what do they do? They go take new money from the new shkalm that were brought in the interim. Whereas Rav Meir Eimer, he says, no, they actually go back to the shiraim. The money that didn't make its way into the boxes, Alf Bey's Gimel, he goes back to that money. Shire of Meir Eimer, of Meir says, a person could be Ivor Me'ila. If he misappropriates this leftover money, he's going to be Ivor Me'ila, because maybe they're going to end up needing them for the Karbanas. The Machlech is between the Tanakam and Rav Meir is the Tanakam holds that once the Trimus is taken, the shiraim lose their Kedusha of the Machzah Shekel and they're not used for Karbanas and a person's not going to be Ivor Me'ila. However, Meir says they still have their Kedusha of Machzah Shekel because we might end up needing them for the Karbanas. Therefore, a person's going to be Ivor Me'ila. And now this next price that we're going to learn is quite a famous one and the relevance of this price here is because in Tafchas we had a Mishnah that mentioned that a person has to do his utmost to avoid suspicion of sin. And we learned just now the Beis Rama Gamliel was conscientious with the mitzvah of Machzah Shekel. So now we have this Bryce that teaches how one can acquire the Midas of Nikias and Zrizos. And the Gemara says, Pinchas ben He tells us, Zrizos Nikios. Zrizos brings to Nikios. Nikios Tahara brings to Tahara. Tahara Kedushas brings to Kedusha. Kedusha Anavas brings to humility. This brings to fear of sin. Chasidus, it means piety, Chasidus, Chasidus, Mivilidei Ruch HaKadosh, Ruch HaKadosh, Mivilidei Tchias HaMesim, and Tchias HaMesim, Mivilidei Eloyol, Zachar HaToyv. We are not going to delve into what each of these means. If you would like, you can open Messias Yisharm and learn that for now, we are just going to suffice with what the Gemara teaches us, which is a source from a Pasuk for how we know that this leads to that. Zrizus Mivilidei Nikias, how do we know that? Dechsev, it says in the Pasuk, Vechila Mechaper, and he finishes and atones. What does this mean? This is talking about the Kain Gadol doing the Avoid in the base of Anyam Kippur, and we know that he was a Zaris. He was very, very quick. So we see that Zrizos leads to Kapara, which is the same thing as Nikios. And Nikios Mivilidei Tahara, how do we know this? Dechsevet says, V'chipra aleha ha-kain And the kain atones for her, and she'll become tar, she'll become purified. Tahara Mivilidei Kedusha, how do we know this? Dechsevet says, V'tiha roi, and he shall purify him the Kiddushai, and he'll become sanctified. Kedusha Mivilidei Anava, how do we know this? Dechsevet says, Kichayamar Ramanisa, so says the one exalted and uplifted, Shoychein Ad, who dwells forever, V'kadosh Shemai, and his name is holy. And what does he say? Meaning, what does Hashem say? Marim V'kadosh Ashkain, I dwell on high and in holiness. So we see Kedusha is mentioned here. And right afterwards, the Pasuk says, V'ezdako Shval Ruach, and I am also with the broken and lowly of spirit. So we see Kedusha brings to Anava. Anava mevila de Yeras Chet. Anava brings to Yeras Chet. It says in the Pasuk, Ekev Anava, Yeras Hashem. The result of Anava is Yeras Hashem. Yeras Chet mevila de Chasidos. How do we see this? It says in the Pasuk, V'chesed Hashem me'olim v'ad olim al Yereov. V'chesed Hashem will forever be on those that fear him. Chasidus mevila de Ruach HaKadosh. It says in the Pasuk, Az dibarta and you spoke with a vision to your Hasidim. Vision over here is like Rech HaKadosh. Rech HaKadosh Mevilei Tchias HaMesim. How do we know this? Tchasev, it says, V'nasati ruchi bochem, and I'll place my spirit in you, v'chisem, and you will live. Tchias HaMesim Mevilei Deyaliyo, Zachar HaTayv, how do we know this? Tchasev, it says in the Pasuk, Hine Yonechi Shilech Lchem, it's Eliyah Anavi, I'm going to send you Eliyah Anavi, Lifnei Ba, Yehem HaShem, Agad Vanaira, before this day of HaShem, this great and awesome one comes, and now this great and awesome day that we're referring to is Tchias HaMesim, and Eliyah Anavi is going to come before Tchias HaMesim. So the Pasuk says that Tchias HaMesim is going to be heralded by Elio since he's necessary for Tchias HaMesim. So therefore, the Brisa says his coming is a result of Tchias HaMesim. And we conclude the Gemara with the following: Tana b'shem Rab Meir, call Misha Kavua Eretz Yisrael. Anyone who is set, he's entrenched in Eretz Yisrael. He lives here permanently. Umadar b'lashon hakodesh. He speaks lashon hakodesh. This does not mean Hebrew. This means lashon hakodesh. Va'echol peyresa b'tahara, and he eats his fruits in 
and tahara and purity. This is talking about ritual purity. The Kairi Kriyashma of Biker Ba'erev, and he says Kriyashma in the morning and in the evening. Yem of Vusser, Sheben Oilam Habahu. It's going to be said about him, announced about him that he is a Ben Oilam Haba. Hajan Lach Perak Bashlash Shaprakim. Miles Tuffer finishing the third parak of Mesachas Shkalim. Bez Hashem, we should be Zech to finish all of Mesachas Shkalim together. And of course, all of Shas together. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with the fourth parak. Everyone should have a wonderful day.